This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Hey, Abbott, what time is it? It's time for the Abbott and Costello Show. We're on the air for ABC here in Hollywood. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's go with the Abbott and Costello Show. It's the Abbott and Costello Show. Produced and transcribed in Hollywood for your listening and laughing pleasure. Chuckles with a carload and music by Matty Malman. So hold on to your chairs, folks, for here they are, Bud Abbott and Lou Costello. So high. It's them little paper paintings. The garment workers union don't pay, don't work for nothing, you know. Right. You are writers. We pay money for that. Well, that's talk says it. Why are you limping? Well, when I was coming in the studio tonight, a big dog in the parking lot bit me on the leg. I still have a dog. That dog might have rabies. Oh, gee, I hope he does. He'll name one after me. I... <laughs> Stop your dummy. Was there, was there ever anybody in your family that wasn't an idiot, Lou? Oh, sure, my great-grandfather. When George Washington crossed the Delaware, my great-grandfather, Bobby Ford Costello, was the first man to jump out of the boat. He was? Yes, but Washington made him get back in the boat and go across anyway. <laughs> well, never mind that. What makes you look so tired? Didn't, didn't you get any sleep? Oh, I snored so loud last night I kept waking myself up. Well, if you snored so loud, why, why didn't you do something about it? I did. I moved to another room. <laughs> 
and I dreamed about Merlin all night long. Uh, by the way, how are you uh, How are you getting along with Merlin? We're hitting it off pretty good. You are? Yep. I keep putting my head on her shoulder and she keeps hitting it off. <laughs> Costello. All right. <laughs> Costello, why don't you go back with the rest of the baboons? Okay, any message? Get them out of here. <laughs> Before we get back to the last department, let's listen to what this fellow has to say. For most people, when they hear the word sheriff, a picture comes to mind of a long, lanky westerner wearing a 10-gallon hat and chaps, carrying along in the back of a horse with his silver five-pointed badge shining brilliantly in the sunlight. Well, that's the way sheriffs may have looked in the days of the old west. But for the most part, them days are gone forever. The sheriff of today is more like Mark Chase, the Canyon City hero of Friday night sheriff show. Mark Chase is, in reality, a detective of the most up-to-date school. You'll enjoy hearing the way he works, scientifically tracking down his quarry, cleverly untangling the most baffling of mysteries. Yes, for an exciting crime drama that suspensefully builds to a surprise climax, you won't want to miss tomorrow night's Sheriff's Show. So be sure to listen when it's on the air over most of the same ABC stations tomorrow night. And now back to ABC's Abbott and Costello Show. Mike and my Aunt May. They bought a houseboat on Lake Arrowhead, and they moved in Monday, and now Aunt May is missing. What happened? <laughs> Last night, she forgot and went down in the cellar for a jar of preserves. Mm. <laughs> Have there been uh, any signs of her at all? Uh, only one clue. This morning, her apron came out of the water faucet in Pismo Beach. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have any cellar on the houseboat. Oh, that's too bad. No. That's too bad, Joshua. You know, you know, my uncle was lost at sea. He went down with a ship. We felt terrible about it. I know how you feel, Abbott. My great-grandfather went down with his schooner. He did? After three beers, he couldn't stand on the seat. <laughs> I'm talking about ships at sea. Have you ever been to sea? Oh, sure. I go to sea every Saturday night. You go to sea every Saturday night? Yeah, they have a burlesque show at the Burbank. I go to sea. <laughs> I thought so, you coward. You'd be afraid to go out in the ocean in a boat. How dare you call me a coward? I haven't got a cowardly bone in my body. You haven't? No, but there's some flesh I'm not sure of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole family are college Costello. I don't think any of them have ever went to sea. Oh, no. My brother Pat was in the Navy. Him and five other sailors were shipped on a desert island. There was only one girl on the island, my brother married her. One night he killed her. He shot her, strangled her, beat her, he poisoned her, and then he threw her in the ocean. But it could have been worse. It could? Yeah, she could have married the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> Did any of you, the rest of your family, ever go to sea? My whole family was sailors. My Uncle Tom used to be on a tanker. Where is he now? On a bender. All right. <laughs> Here's all, Ben. Take me. I love the sea. The sea the sea is in my blood, Lou. Sailboats, steamboats, tugboats. They're all in my blood. Well, everybody's got boats in their blood. Boats in their blood? Haven't you ever heard of blood vessels? <laughs> you know, I should be working with a girl instead of you. I, I worked with a clever girl once, I remember. She wanted me for her husband. Yes, I remember, too. Her husband wanted you for target practice. <laughs> Well, anyway, I'm not like you. You've got your eyes on every girl you see. I have not got my eyes on every girl I see. You haven't? No, only those I can't get my hands on. I... 
The trouble with you, Louise, is that you're not serious about women. No, and I'll never get serious about women. Never? Never. Well, I may get married and have eight or nine children, but that's as far as it'll go. <laughs> Costello, without a doubt, you have the lowest IQ of any man in California. I know it, Abbott, but I try not to act conceited. Right. <laughs> Costello, why don't you find a girl and get married? I found a new girl last week. I call her my little pale face. Is she an Indian? No. And why do you call her pale face? Got a face like a pale. <laughs> Well, what is the girl's right name? Amber. Amber. Was she named after the book? No, she was born on her way to the hospital between a red and green light. (laughs) Now, Stella, no wonder you can't get a girl. You're too fat. Why, Why don't you go to a Turkish bath and get some of that weight off? I spent all afternoon in that Turkish bath across from the studio. I put a quarter in a slot and hopped in. All right. That's not a Turkish bath. That's a laundry mat. <laughs> yes, yes, a laundry mat where women rent machines to wash their clothes. I wondered why the manager came around and made me hang a towel over that little glass window. I... <laughs> You're not going to tell someone say, what a bundle. Yes. <laughs> You know, you should keep in shape, Lou. Wrap that joke up, can't we? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you be, be, be like me, get in shape. Get exercise. Years ago, I, I started planning. I planted things in my backyard and kept me young. What did you plant? Can I tell you are knitted? You know absolutely nothing. That is not so. I was one of the smartest boys in my school. When I was in the fifth grade, I set a record. You did? Yes. I was the only kid in the fifth grade that was old enough to vote. <laughs> Always bragging about your school days. I'm the smart one of this team. You know, I remember when I started in high school. Well, I wasn't like the rest of those 15 and 16-year-old boys. Oh, you were 37. I... <laughs> Hello, boy. Well, look, Castello. It's our singing star, Marilyn Williams. You're late tonight. Oh, I'm so sorry, old boy. I was home listening to the shortwave radio from England. My favorite British program was on. It's called The Solitary Bovine Attendant and His Horse Pound Sterling. The Solitary Bovine Attendant and His Horse Pound Sterling? Yes, that's right. You know, over here it's called The Lone Ranger and Silver. (laughs) I get it. I listen to one of those programs every day. It's called Strike the Jonathan Receptacle. Strike the Jonathan receptacle. Yeah, hit the jackpot. (laughs) (laughs) I had a couple of English laughs there. Oh, yes, yes. yes. It was in parenthesis. I didn't say them. (laughs) Oh, rather, 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 rather. My favorite British program uh, on the wireless is called Seize the Condensers. (laughs) The condensers? Yes, stop the music. Clever and all that rot, eh? <laughs> Boys, you talk like a couple of typical Britishers. Costello, have you spent much time in England? No, I haven't been in England since my great-grandmother died. I went to London to bury her. You buried your great-grandmother in London? Happy. Dead, you know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> 